0: Good news! Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free, or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Cool
1: fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Winston Preparatory School is a leading school network for students with learning disabilities. Learn more about Winston Prep. And register for an open house at www.winstonprep.edu. Joining us for the second time uh, last year, we loved having Victor Damasi in the studio to entertain us and educate us on butterflies and birds and creatures around the area, but specifically butterflies. Uh, Victor Damasi is a world-class expert on butterflies. He makes his home in Reading. And he does a lot of wonderful programs in connection with the Aspatuck Land Trust. Victor, welcome back to the show today. Hello. Hi. How
1: are you doing, Lisa?
0: I'm doing well. How are you doing? How are the butterflies doing?
1: Well, we're looking for butterflies these days. This is our prime time from probably about uh, 15th of June till September 1st. There are butterflies outside those times, but uh, this is the main, uh, you know, march of the butterflies. And we... We did our first count, uh, which is called the 4th of July count,
0: yeah. and
1: it's a national count, and we just did it on Saturday, and the weather held out and let us go about five hours, which wow. about seven very dedicated <laughs> counters in Reading, and uh, this is our 29th year of doing that particular count, so we've been at it a while, and the data from these counts is added from the 4th of July count is added into a national database uh called NABA North American Butterfly uh, Association and it's really uh started about 45 years ago and it's really given us a good handle on you know what's happening with uh, butterflies nationally so um uh, this year we had a pretty good count we had 454 butterflies i think and 25 different species so uh that's a good that's a good uh count and we have uh, young people joining in on the count uh so uh, that's very encouraging also because we want to pass our love of nature on to the next generation so that they'll hopefully take care of the places where we find butterflies.
0: How is this intense heat here and around the country? How does that affect butterflies?
1: Well, uh, you know, generally when it gets really hot, uh, the butterflies take a siesta. And uh, generally just even before this moments of great heat uh the mid part of the day is usually not as good for butterflies as early morning and late afternoon when um, they're all very busy nectaring. But um, so, I mean, what's happening in Florida and Texas, I, I can't really tell, tell you I'm not on the ground there. Um, but it was an intense heat here last Saturday, and it didn't seem to really affect the butterflies in any, uh, you know, bad way. There are seemingly, each butterfly, each species has its own flight time. So, uh, for instance, tiger swallowtails, which is our big yellow and black butterfly, which a lot of people see in their gardens, uh, that has a first flight in probably around Memorial Day. And then the second flight uh, starts maybe mid-July. So what we found yesterday was a bunch of tiger swallowtail caterpillars that are big and fat and getting ready to become adults, but we didn't get any tiger swallowtail adults yesterday because it's between their, their generations or, as we call it, the broods. Um, so we're looking forward to seeing. I have a caterpillar I brought home, and I'm taking care of it, and I'll let it go. Uh, on our counts, we might net a butterfly just to make sure we know what species it is, but we release everything unharmed. So um, you know, Victor, there's no collecting.
0: As I'm listening to you, we're chatting with Victor Damasi, and there yes. is going to be, uh, I want to just say, Saturday, July 15th, coming up at, from 10 to 11 at Randall's Farm Preserve on Sport Hill Road in right. Easton. That you're going to be having a yes. talk, and I urge everybody to go. It'll be fascinating and wonderful. But as I'm listening yes. to you, I just had a sense memory of growing up I grew up on the South shore of long Island. So very cookie cutter suburbia little town. Yes. And when I would go outside, it was full of big fat fuzzy caterpillars. And I can't remember the last time I've seen a big fat fuzzy caterpillar. And I live in a much more forested naturey place. The world has so changed in 50 years.
1: Well, Lisa, you're absolutely right. And, um, you know, we've been, as I said, we've been counting here. This was our twenty-ninth year, and I um, we keep you know these data sets. And uh, last year, I crunched them to see you know what was happening over twenty-nine years, and we had about a fifty percent uh, reduction in the number of butterflies we're counting, uh, it, you know, on our counts. So um, it's it's not only your imagination or guess. It's actually, we got some hard numbers to uh, prove that. So um, that's where things are going. And it's, it's, it's very unfortunate. It makes me cry.
0: Makes me cry too. Uh, Victor, you are an active member of the pollinator pathway. This is an effort for us. I call it one lawn at a time. That one lawn at a time, we can be part of a solution and do the best that we can. Quickly, what, what is it that anybody who controls a little patch of dirt can do.
1: Well, I let my lawn grow until July 1st. I don't cut it. I or I and then in, after July 1st, I set the the uh cut the, you know, um lawn mower very high. So I've okay. gotten a, a lot of uh, white um uh flowers growing up in the lawn and I'm getting a lot of pollinators coming into my lawn uh and especially butterflies, European skippers were all over my lawn uh, in June, you know, visiting the clover. So, so clover uh, just, is important.
0: You, clover is a food clover, for, for butterflies. Good to know.
1: Yeah. Cl- yeah. Clover. Well, the, the nectar uh, from the flowers is very attractive. You're getting a lot of large bumblebees uh, and other pollinating insects. So uh, it's a great way to start. And I think I'm seeing more people around Reading, where I live, letting their lawns grow uh, you know, let it grow is the is the is our motto, and uh, you know you don't have to let it become a field, but just um, let let it go a couple months in the in the spring, and, and you're going to get pollinating opportunities there. So they come back. I mean, look at the osprey. You know, we almost wiped that out, and it came back. So I think if we leave nature alone, or try to help it, uh, uh, it'll come back. But. Lisa, what I'm really concerned about, uh, and we've been working on this at Pollinator Pathway, are the uh, neonicotinoid uh, pesticides mm. that have been uh, introduced uh, without really a lot of good research. And it's they are water-soluble pesticides that are being used extensively on lawns and stuff in Connecticut. What are and some of the brand names?
0: Victor, you got to tell us because uh, am- we don't know amidalicope- anything. Amidallacoprid.
1: Which amidalicoprid- one? Amidalicoprid- is one okay yeah and there's five there's five in Connecticut that are uh you know that are being used that are all very poisonous very migratory and we don't know where they're you know we don't know where they're ending up and we don't even have any idea of uh, you know what their effects on humans are long term so they've been um, banned in Europe
0: they've been banned in Europe I don't understand they why if they've in been Europe. banned in Europe why they're not banned here what is our problem it, what is our problem? I
1: don't know. Well, we had a bill uh, with Louise Washer and Tara Littman. We had and others. We had a bill in the legislature this year to ban them just for uh, residential use, and it never and it came failed. up for a vote.
0: I know it never we came up for it. a vote. It it's just, didn't fail.
1: It's, yeah, so right. I mean, we're going right. to try to push that again next year. And we're pushing it from the angle, not from the environmental angle. We're going to push it from the human health angle.
0: Yeah, do it in public health. That's true.
1: This is doing something that we don't have any clue. One seed that's been treated can kill a bird if it eats it.
0: Wow. So it gives you an idea how toxic. I'm going to have to run. We're coming up against the top of the hour. You're going to be Saturday, July 15th in Easton, Victor Damasi talking about birds and butterflies and everything important that we need to know. And we'll
1: have a nice display of butterflies from the Peabody Museum
0: on hand. Fantastic. Thank you so much. See you there. Okay. Bye. Victor Damasi on the Lisa Wexler Show, and we will be back after news weather traffic at the top of the hour. Stay tuned.
1: or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877 351 See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.
0: Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.